Hey loves, welcome to the Powerful Belonging Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Havelstead, and today's episode is just a little audio muse, um, sans notes, <laughs> around, um, first, around the responses I received from episode 27 of the show, um, my conversation with my coach, Bridget, called Claiming Your Space as a Wayward Coach. So I received many, many messages and emails saying thank you, saying I've been feeling this, but I thought it was just me, or I didn't dare say it, or I thought I was wrong, saying, wow, what a relief, things like that. And I am, and I know Bridget is as well, so, so grateful and gratified that this conversation felt so good and right to so many of you. Um, all I'm ever doing when I put out an email or a podcast episode or a social media post is just sending a love call out into the world, um, hoping that it gets to someone who needs it today. So it's always wonderful to know when something has landed. And I want you all to always feel welcome to reach out and let me know when something has landed or even when it hasn't land landed for you, right? I love hearing from you. And thank you. Thank you so much. So what I want to talk about now um, involves something that I just said. It involves the word today. And I'm going to broaden that out a little bit into a phrase that I think can be really helpful to many of us, which is, quote, right now, unquote. So let me explain. I can't tell you, or I probably could if I really sat down and thought about it and looked at old um, client rosters. Uh, but really probably not. I can't tell you how many new or even not so new coaches that I have coached over the years who um, were approaching their career in response to this kind of go big or go home, scare yourself sick um, paradigm that's really baked into our entire culture, right? It's not just the coaching world. And I just am going to interject here and say, if you are not a coach, and even if you didn't listen to um, my conversation with Bridget, that episode, this still goes for you. It doesn't matter what you do or who you are in life. We all tend to do this to ourselves at some point and thereby... Um, put up an enormous obstacle in front of ourselves that we then think is our job to come crashing into and thrash our way through. <laughs> I'll say more about that in a minute. But anyway, this go big or go home thing where, you know, oh, you've got this set of skills or you have this ability or you have this potential. So... If you aren't pushing into the outermost edges of that, if you aren't making yourself feel sick in setting your goals, you're doing it wrong. And I have coached so many coaches who 
understandably, right? Like I get it, (laughs) have internalized this message to mean that even if they're brand new, even if they haven't really established themselves, or if um, even if they don't feel totally confident in their skills and haven't maybe mastered their skills um, in a way that feels good to them, feel compelled to just go for um, like the Beyonce level of success, right? Like super, super expensive session packages and programs. And then they're scared. And I think... (laughs) Um, you know, we've been taught to like do what super scares you and just push through it. And that is not some universal truth, right? Like it can't be because we're all individuals. We all have different histories, have different experiences, have um, different nervous systems and brains and, and ways of thinking that just make it impossible for do things that super scare you. That's the only way to grow. We, you know, we're just not set up for that to be a universal truth. It can be true for us in some places, as are most things, but it's situational. So I have seen many coaches um, decide that they are going to sell their coaching packages for 10 times more than they can actually stomach. Um, and then like put on the emergency break. Like they're afraid to say anything. What if they're wrong? They're afraid to see people to get clients because what if they can't prove to their clients that they're worth that money, right? Maybe you can identify. I for sure get this. And when I have suggested that we take a look at their pricing and their tolerance level, I have sometimes gotten pushback because of this baked in, go big or go home belief. And I really just want you to sink into the paradigm, the conflict that this creates. If you think that's the way you have to do it, You know, just like if you think the only way to be a coach is to have your own coaching business and be totally committed to that and not worry about any other streams of income, even if you have some pretty poignant financial needs, like beliefs like that, those all or nothing beliefs most often limit us even more, not less. They don't clear the way. Like if you really think about it, how much sense does it make to create an enormous obstacle that was not there in the first place? Maybe there was a smaller version of it, but not the enormous one that we're creating. And then tell ourselves that to be worthy, to be who we really want to be, that we have to like walk straight into that obstacle and (laughs) face all of the fear and all of the hardship and all of the limitations that come with it, right? Like if we're driving somewhere, we wouldn't take a pre-trip about halfway out on the road and build a brick wall and then tell ourselves that we need to drive straight into it 
or we don't get to have the, um, the satisfaction of reaching our destination. It just doesn't make sense. This said, if you love setting enormous, super scary, make me sick to my stomach goals, go for it. <laughs> That's your business. That's your right. You get to do that. And it's wonderful. But I am speaking here to the people who are finding themselves stuck and afraid and sick at the thought of both failure and success because of what it's going to require to them and saying there is no sense in setting up self-made obstacles for yourself. Okay, so that said, no one, with the exception of the people who do, (laughs) but popular majority of which my voice is probably never going to be a part of, let's just face it. Um, I, I just, you know, the types of platforms that we consider like super... Uh, just mega platforms. That's not what I'm going for anyway. I don't need my voice to be part of the popular majority. You know, I think back to how much assurance our peer groups, how much assurance and sort of um, courage by association our peer groups and our social groups can give to us. Like we might dare do things and say things in the company of people who are also saying them and doing them, especially if Um, what they're saying and doing is the kind of popular, already popularly accepted, right? And also, that is a privilege and luxury that a lot of people don't have. And think of all of the places that you would love to explore and go in your life that don't have um, the privilege and luxury of being backed by a popular group that you can kind of be part of and and use to shield you from censure. Okay. So the truth is that popular opinion, the popular majority is never going to give anyone the permission and mean it and back it and show it in ways that really feel personally meaningful to us to go ahead and craft a life that works for you. There is always going to be, there are always going to be images um, put in front of us, shown to us of how to be better because that is what sells. And because we live in a capitalist culture, again, nothing against capitalism, but um, because we live in that kind of culture, selling is important, right? So this kind of hyperinflated go big or go home thing, um, it isn't going to go away. Nobody <laughs> trying to profit from um, people believing that they need to be better or even just wanting to be bigger, we're just not going to hear the message from them that it's okay to craft your own life. 
the way you want, the way that works for you, the way that meets your needs, that pays your bills, that earns income, that satisfies you. You can have a personally satisfying life. That's never going to be, quote unquote, enough in certain realms of our society. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be. But here's the thing. When we think about, okay, if I'm wanting, if I think I need to charge $10,000 for a package of 12 coaching sessions, and that makes me so sick that I'm afraid to show up, that I feel really anxious, that I don't feel like I'm worth it, you know, and then we're unconsciously turning potential clients off. Because no matter what we're thinking, our unconscious thoughts, beliefs, fears are always driving the bus. We can change that, (laughs) but again, not by getting in a car and charging straight at it usually, okay? So if we have that happening and then we think, well, what would happen if I wanted to um, sell a package of coaching sessions for a price that didn't make me want to puke? Or if I wanted to sell a painting I did for a price that didn't make me sick or anything. You can put blank, 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 anything from your life in this. And what do we end up thinking? Oh, then I'm limiting myself. I'm playing too small, right? Because that too has been baked in. Okay. But what if that baked in You're playing too small. There's something wrong with you. You're not confident enough. What if all of that just was somebody's opinion and not true? Not universally true. Because that is far, far closer to the truth. All right? What would it be like to craft what you want to do? And what you want to charge according to what you can swallow, accommodate, um, have capacity for right now. Right? We are all kind of future dreamers. Like a year from now, I want to be doing this. And five years from now, I want to be doing five times as much of this or making five times as much money or something like that. I want you to also think about what do you want to be doing right now? Because I think that too much focus on the potential of a future. And the future doesn't exist other than as potential. And by potential, I mean what you can imagine, right? So if we are constantly trying to create a future that we can imagine, (laughs) but don't have any capacity for right now, we can get stuck. And what I want you to know is that you are not cutting off your potential for the future by looking at what works for you right now. And I think I can say that with a good amount of confidence because a lot of people have come through my world completely limiting themselves right now because they believe that 
in focusing on the right now, they're limiting their future. And I just want to offer the question, what if that's not true? All right, because what right now does is it takes out all of these obstacles that we end up creating for ourselves that then um, stop us, keep us frozen in fear, um, you know, maybe even encourage us to quit because it's not working out, right? So the right now is an important thing to consider. And I'm just going to um, switch to some embodiment talk for a second to illustrate this. When we are focusing on something, especially when we have to really focus on something in the distance, we are engaging muscles of our eyes to narrow and sharpen our vision on that thing in the distance. Our muscles impact, um, I mean, they're part of the, uh, here's me, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but, but they're connected to our optical nerve and our optical nerve is connected to our brain. So basically we are in this kind of like scoping out, right? If you look through a telescope, you can see farther, you can see one, you know, something in the distance, but your vision of what's right in front of you and all around you is completely occluded. So you can practice this for yourself by just standing in place in any room in your house and focusing your eyes in on something um, maybe on the opposite end of the room. And just notice how that thing steps forward into your focus and everything else is blocked out. Now, that can be good. We can use that, you know, we can apply that when needed. And at the same time, <laughs> you literally cannot see what's directly in front of you or on the sides. And then relax your eye muscles. Let your eyes go soft. Notice how much more you can actually take in and see. And just notice what that feels like. And that's what I'm talking about here. This is what right now can do. Right now can let us relax, take in everything around us, take into consideration what's happening in the moment, what we have capacity for in the moment, what we feel aligned with in the moment. And we can use that information to craft what we're doing in the moment. And that does not in any way impact or limit the potential and possibility that lies in our future. If you think that something can only look one way and you're focused on that, you pretty much block out every possible path to that thing, but the one that you think needs to happen. And the truth is, when it comes to accomplishing something in the future, meeting any goal, we don't know 
how we're going to get there when we start out. So <laughs> this is me talking without notes. I hope um, <laughs> I hope it just gives you something to think about. I hope it made sense to you. Please reach out if you need a little more um, clarity or if you have any questions about this. But I just wanted to give this to you because, like I said in last week's podcast, and I've said it a million times before, it just really bums me out to see so many people, each of them whose exceptionalness, whose... um. I'm making up words now, extraordinary, extraordinariness, <laughs> who's, you know, who's, oh gosh, what can I say? I was going to say worth and I don't mean worth, but who, anyway, I'll just say it simply, who is completely exceptional and extraordinary and gifted and has so much to offer the world. I can't stand to see them feel limited by these kind of beliefs that get spoon-fed to us, right? We can use things to inspire us, but when we use them to rule our lives and limit the scope of where we are right now, we really, really do ourselves a disservice, and that bums me out. And um, so this is for you. This is what I got for you today, loves. I will talk to you again soon. Bye.